It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on KXDS Santa Clara, 91.3 The Blaze. DSU Athletics is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now, it's time for DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yo, welcome back to 91.3 The Blaze. This is Trailblazer Athletics. We're live from the Burns Arena. This is the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. You're here with me, Jacob Zimmerman. I'll be your play-by-play call today. And I'm joined with a good friend and a legend here of <laughs> 91.3 The Blaze slash Radio Dixie, Martin Kelly Martin. What's going on, my man? Hey, man, if you're calling me a legend, I, I love that. I can't I can't take that title. Um, 91.3 The Blaze is an amazing station, man. I got to give credit to Jersey James Patterson working up north in the Salt Lake ESPN station. So I got to give credit to him being the GOAT. I'm just the junior GOAT uh, for the program, man. But um, you know what? I think today is going to be a fun game, Jacob, man. We got Antelope Valley Community College out of California going up against Dixie oh, yeah. State here on this one here in the Burns Arena. Jacob, it's been two and a half years since I've been here. The last time I was here, I called a women's and a men's game, both for Dixie State, and that was the last time I was in here in 2019. I did not get in here in 2020 because of the COVID shutdown. I did not get a chance to get in here in 2021 either. So I think this is going to be a lot of fun, man. This is going to be exciting. And I can't wait for this action. Martin, last game, the last time Dixie State, the women's college basketball team, they were on the road at Eugene in Oregon, where they play the University of Oregon, the Ducks, the women's team. And this is a this is a powerhouse program in women's Division One college basketball. They had a lot of showouts on their team, specifically. Kylie Watson, 8 of 8 from the field, 16 points. Uh, you had Elise Hurst, who put up 17 on Dixie State. But for our Trailblazers, there were a couple bright spots in that game, specifically with Emily Isaacson, who did get into double digits in the scoring column. She had 11 on 4 of 8 shooting. Also a girl who's going to take a good amount of shots tonight, Brianna Gillen. She attempted 11, made four, had nine points in that one against the Ducks. But they're going up against an opponent that is nowhere near as good as the Ducks today. You kind of come back down to earth. You're not going to ever play a team this whole year as good as Oregon. So you got the learning experience there, and now you can take what you learned into a team that's a JUCO in Antelope Valley, the Pioneers. Let's go over who the Pioneers have played so far this year. They opened up their season with a win, 89-68 to at the University of Laverne. Uh, the last time we saw them in action, though, Martin, was against Westmont College, where they lost 40-78. to They had Allen, Stevenson, and Walker in the double-digit scoring column. But get this, Martin. They played the University of Southern California. That's wow. right, USC, and they lost... 34 to 120. <laughs> Talk about the skill gap. Eddie. But, uh, that's like that, that's like when Weaver State went up against Dixie State and it was 41 to 3. Or that's like us going up against. That's not even the worst loss I, for Dixie no, State. I think, I, I think the North Dakota State loss is probably the worst loss. I'd probably say that one. Sam Houston State was a pretty bad loss. But the point is, um, back to your point on there, you know what? Community college, a four-year school, there's, there's, there's just also many differences in the programs 
and it's just that important. Let's take two-minute time out here on Radio, on 91.3 to blaze for our national anthem. We'll be right back with more pregame here. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You around MVP. Yeah, man. Yo, Drew, I finally got round MVP. Round MVP. <laughs> no way. That was some ownage. Finally earning round MVP takes determination. So will getting into college. I've got what it takes. So do you. Visit knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation, and the Ad Council. An important message from Medicare. Hi, Sarah. I just spoke with Pamela. Did you know the health care law gives us new Medicare preventive benefits? Like a yearly wellness visit. Well, I... It's our chance to talk with our doctor about our care. That's what I would... Medicare also covers recommended cancer and preventive screenings. Actually, I was the one who told Pamela. Huh. Uh-huh. Learn more at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. And tell your friends and family. Share the news. Share the health. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And welcome back. We're here in the Burns Arena. Not every time do we do do we get to do the call in the Burns. Uh, I know I was on the call yesterday for the men's basketball team. They were on the road. They're still on the road. They'll have another game today, but we won't be broadcasting that game today on 91.3. We got the women's game. We just had the national anthem, but it's a treat to be back here in the Burns. Last time I was here, it was for the men's basketball game hosting Southern Utah, where Dixie State got the win. We're hoping to see another win here in the Burns. Martin? What's up? Kelly? What's, what's up? What's going on, bro? I know you've got some... 
Kelly's keys <laughs> to this game for Dixie State. What can uh, we expect? Yeah, so some keys of the game here for Dixie State here as they're introducing the starting lineups here for Dixie State here. Live and die by the three. Listen, this team lives and dies by the three. Coach J.D. Gustin lives on that identity. Crash inside, then get the kickouts, then get the three-point shots, move the ball around, kind of almost like a style of the Golden State Warriors. Keep the ball moving, find the open shooter, and go crash the glass and get that rebound, and then all over again. Um, use your speed. Listen, the look at Antelope Valley right now is they're a little bigger, they're a little stronger, so Dixie State's going to have to use their speed on the outside to keep – Pace up there with NLO Valley. Keep them running. Keep them moving in this game. And if they do that, they will be successful. And then tough defense. I just said it. If NLO Valley. Number, and then number 11, Murray. For your Dixie State Trailblazers, it'll be Maddie Warren, the starting point guard. And then it'll be Talia Sereni at the shooting guard. We got Brianna Gillen at the small forward. Emily Isaacson, number 22. And then Brooke Vance at the center position. And we are off. Antelope Valley will start this one off. Top of the key over to the right wing. This is Allen with it. Back to the top to Hernandez, left wing, Stevenson. Stevenson's going to go to the top to Allen. Moving around the perimeter on the right wing. Back to the top of the key is the Pioneers. And here's the first shot of the day. And it's a make from downtown. That's going to be Terry with the three from the right wing. And this is going to be Warren bringing it up. Pass to an open trailblazer on the side. And kicks it back out. This is Maddie Warren starting off. And she answers right back with a three of her own. Right there, both threes right there by Dixie, uh, by Dixie State and Antelope Valley. Antelope Valley trying to get over under screens here and try to get somebody open on the corner threes. And Stevenson's got it. We'll kick it out to the wing. Here's another three-point shot. That one left for Hernandez. Rebound Dixie State coming the other way. This nice is rebound be there by Gillen. Gillen the goes way. all the way to the cup for two. Nice drive there by Brianna Gillen. She got the bucket. She, excuse me. She got the rebound, took it coast to coast, all the way to the bucket. No one stood on her. She went right there for a layup. The Pioneers will bring it up. They're going to call a charging foul here on Antelope Valley. Antelope Valley already away from the ball. What were you saying? I was just saying, Antelope Valley already trying to do these over-under screens here, trying to get the corner threes open, and they want to use those shots. And a busted coverage is going to leave an open shot for Sereni, and Sereni can't get that one to fall. Rebound, Dixie State. That's Brooke Vance. Vance inside to Isaacson. Isaacson puts that one up. It won't go. Looks like they're going to call a jump ball. I'm just going to stay with Dixie State. Great job there by Dixie State. Like I said, they got to crash the glass. They got to cast the rebounds. Brooke Vance with that rebound right there. Sereni with that rebound as well. Isaacson was just a little short on that layup opportunity. And they're going to call foul against Dixie State. Call a travel. Shove. It's not a travel, but a shove away from the ball. And it'll be Pioneers basketball.
If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs, but then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org and begin your brighter future. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Ranger Station. Hi, um, I want to report a bear sighting. Location. My front door. It was Smokey Bear. My husband was burning leaves in the yard. He just came inside for a second. Never leave a fire unattended. If it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Smokey it's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We're at three today. We get the pro of the live experience right in front of us, not off the stream, but we get the con of occasionally having some technical difficulties, but we'll try to stay on air as best we can. Yeah, it's Brooke Vance. got to show free throws here for Dixie State. Five to three. This one just getting started. 8.20 to go in the first quarter. I thought it was five to six. It is six. Scoreboard in front of us? It is six, seven. Ah, it's... It's wrong on the Jumbotron I'm looking at. Come on, Jumbotron. 8 to 6. 7.28 in the game. And it'll be a miss and into the hands of the Pioneers. This will be Stevenson bringing it up. Stevenson directing traffic, pointing the fingers. She's got it on the wing. This is Pricell. Back to the top of the key. Now onto the wing is Terry. Terry going to cross court pass it, and that is not going to fall from Stevenson. And Pioneers will keep possession off the loose rebound. Got to get the rebound. And Stevenson taking her time. And she's going to kick it back to Terry. And it's stolen away from Warren. Dixie State's got the numbers, but they'll kick it out. Settle in the half court set. Warren with the jab. The drive. Here's an open three, and that one can't fall from Brick Vance. Got to knock down the corner three. Got to knock it down. It'll be Antelope Valley basketball. Stevenson, the point guard, has it top of the key. Gets it to Hernandez at the elbow. Now here's going to be a mid-range shot off the glass. No good there from Pricell. And wide open down the court is Isaacson, who loses it. They're fighting for it on the ground, and they're going to call another jump ball, but this one is going to go to Antelope Valley. Isaacson just got a little too confident there. She couldn't get the total handling of the ball as she got it as she was trying to dribble it up there, and, and Antelope Valley just made a good defensive play there as well to turn the ball over. And Stevenson will bring it up after the Isaacson mishap. Stevenson will come off the Hernandez screen, driving left. Her layup won't go. Rebound, Emily Isaacson. Nice rebound. Now Brianna Killen has it. Driving right. She'll stop, pass it back out. Here's driving in is Sereni, and Sereni's shot won't go either. That one looked like it was tipped. And now into the hands of Allen, who's got it. Sereni's got to go up stronger than that. 
Allen's going to drive all the way to the cup, and her contested layup just barely rims out. And they're going to call travel on Isaacson, trying to get away from the double team in the full court press. Yeah, as Dixie State's going to get a substitution here. Serenity's going to sit down, and it looks like the other Warren sister is going to come in the game. Yeah, Macy. They're twins, Martin. You can't tell them apart. How good are these Warren sisters, man? They are just light years ahead of the program. They're both freshmen. And that one misses the backboard entirely. Bit of a wild shot there from Lloyd. But they're going to call a foul on the shot. Don't agree with that. I don't either, Martin. This is going to be Saraya Lloyd, a freshman as well. She's 5'10 from Vacaville, California. And we got our live stats here as well, Martin. We're not going to forget about those. Oh, yeah. Oh, eight, yeah. Eight to six. And then the free throw makes it eight to seven. And Dixie, Dixie State still with the lead. Here's an open three. That one can't go from Vance. Got to knock it down. Got to knock it down. Stevenson kicks it onto the wing. And there's going to be a turnover from Antelope Valley. Excuse me. As uh, Johnson couldn't reel in that pass. As Avery Pana is going to come into the game here for Dixie State, she's going to give Brooke Vance a rest. And this is Warren bringing it up across the logo into the hands of Isaacson. Isaacson in a cross-court pass that to Gillen. Gillen tries to get it to Warren in the soft corner, does. Now back out to Isaacson, whose three cannot go. Nice rebound. Gillen gets it. Still fighting for it. And Trailblazers hitting the deck. Good hustle effort there. That is Avery Papa. Got the rebound, then got fouled. Sorry, that's Avery Papa, not Avery Pana. I apologize about that. And the inbounds is going to go to Isaacson. Isaacson will pass to Warren. This one, Macy. And Macy gets it stripped from behind by Stevenson. Stevenson taking the other way. They don't have the numbers. They'll take it back out. And Antelope Valley, Valley will settle. Good turnover there from Antelope Valley to get Dixie State off the game. And Stevenson driving left into the paint, puts it up off the glass, can't go. Rebound Isaacson up ahead to Gillen. Gillen on the left wing. All the way over to the other corner to Macy Warren. Back up top to Gillen. She'll take the open three. That one hits back iron, can't go. Rebound Isaacson, puts it up, but is stuffed. Stuffed by Lloyd. Great block. Nice block there by Lloyd. She got a good hand on the ball there. Just got to keep going up stronger for Dixie State and got to keep crashing that glass and find a way to get the open threes. And that is going to be our first timeout of the game. We'll take it. It's 8-7 here with 4.09 to go in the Burns Arena. Dixie State up one. We'll take a 60-second timeout, and we'll be back here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. 
Only you can prevent wildfires. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to Dixie State Athletics here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're here with Jacob Zimmerman and Martin Kelly. We are on the call for this exciting matchup. Dixie State hosting Antelope Valley, the Pioneers, taking on the Trailblazers, and we are live in the Burns Arena, coming back from the first time out so far in the game. And Martin, and your keys to the game that you gave, you said Dixie State needed to take a lot of threes, live and die by the three. Well, I got news for you. They've shot three six attempts from three, but only one has fallen. And Antelope Valley, Valley, it's almost as if they heard your key, and they are two of three from downtown. But even after all that, Dixie State has the lead. Yeah, Dixie State's got the lead right now. They've turned the ball over a couple times there, a little sloppy possessions on their side of the court there. Antelope Valley has also done that as well. So both teams are off to a little rocky start here to begin with, but they'll reel it back in, and they'll get a little bit tougher and tighter in defense and on the offense side of the ball there. But like I said, Dixie State's got to live and die by these threes. They got to be tough on defense, get the rebounds, Turn it into transition basketball, find the open shot, and keep it going. That's all they got to do. Looking at some rebound statistics, this is kind of where Dixie State has won this battle so far. And, Martin, I think that's kind of a surprise to you as well. You said the Pioneers look like the physical, more physical team. I kind of agree with you, but they're getting out-rebounded 10-5 to right now. Yeah, it's just, it, like I said, I just look by the way these teams look, it's just that tougher. And driving in right now is Gillen on the layup, and that won't fall. And the Pioneers will get the rebound. With the ball right now is Johnson. Now over to the wing. It's Allen driving right. She passes off, but her pass is a little bit too high for Merriweather. And that's going to be a turnover. It'll be Dixie State ball. Keep up the pressure. Keep up the pressure. That was good defense right there by Dixie State. And this is going to be Maddie Warren with it. Over to Isaacson on the right wing. She'll cross it over to Gillen. 2-3 zone here for Antelope. Warren's got it top of the key. Here's a three from the right wing from Emily Isaacson. That finally falls. Nice shot there by Emily Isaacson. She was open right there on the corner side of three due to the 2-3 zone there by Antelope Valley. Good shot. And the Pioneers with it. Here's Stevenson. Passes to the wing. Here's a cross-court pass. Feeding the post now into Merriweather. Merriweather working on Papa. Nice move, but they're going to call a travel. She took one too many steps, lifted the pivot foot, and it's going to be Trailblazer basketball. Avery Papa was the leading star on the Pine View High School girls team last year. and She led them all the way into the playoffs. and She got them pretty far into the playoffs, and so she's going to be a big-time player for Dixie State. And a pretty deep three there from Maddie Warren won't fall. The rebound will go. Out of bounds. As she was trying to chase down that rebound right there. Almost did a Dennis Rodman ran into the into the fans there trying to get the rebound. Maybe Stevenson inbounding it to Allen. And Stevenson will bring it up across the Trailblazer logo. She's looking to her left. She'll pass to her left or the wing. Back to the top to Stevenson. Directing traffic. Here's a screen from Lloyd. 
We got a call on legal screen. They did not like that, Martin. They did not. Being a big guy and, and being that I had to play that type of style in basketball as well, you got to keep your feet. You got to keep your body straight. You can't be pushing against or leaning against, or they'll call the illegal screen. One in driving left. Going to kick to the corner to her sister. And the other one will pass it up to the top. And driving in is Gillen. She gets the layup after a nice attack to the cup. Brianna Gillen is one of these stars on this Dixie State basketball team, man. She can score 15, 20 points real quick and easy. She's got a good eye for the basket. She's a smart player. And Stevenson passes it over to the wing. It's Johnson with it. Stevenson's got it on the left wing. Pass it to the top to Johnson. Johnson kicks it over. Working in the post is Merriweather. She gets it blocked from Papa. Nice block. And here's Warren. Over to Gillen. Nice little pump fake, but can't get the running layup to go off the glass. She had Avery Papa open. She didn't see her. And Antelope Valley will pull it back out. And driving hard, but won't go. Blocked away from Maddie Warren. Nice block. And Dixie State will turn over the ball after they got a little too excited right there. Yeah, Maddie Warren trying to push the ball up just a little bit. It got a little ahead of their of that transition offense right there. But, you know, they just got to keep working on it, and they will. And Isaacson always had a chance at a layup, but she just couldn't get the ball. And Antelope Valley with possession. One minute to go here in this first quarter. And she'll hand it off. This is Walker with the ball on the right wing. She's driving in into the double team and one for Walker. Nice right there. Walker drove it all the way to the bucket. 11 for, excuse me, number 15 for Dixie State. That's... Maggie McCord, uh, she was staying with her the entire time, but Walker said, no, I'm going to defeat this defense, and I'm going to get the end one, too. And it'll be into the hands of Sereni on the rebound. Maddie will push it up to McCord. McCord driving in, and a nice layup there for Maggie. Nice job there by Maggie McCord. Lower the shoulder, drove it all the way to the basket, saw that it was open, laid it up right there. Beautiful. Antelope Valley, ball at the logo. This is Walker working on McCord. will pass to the corner. Here's a three. That won't go. And this is going to be Maddie Warren with the rebound. Behind the back. Driving all the way to the cup, coast to coast, but can't get the layup to fall. She was just a little too far underneath the rim. And Stevenson will take the sidestep three. That misses everything, but into the hands of Prince L, who gets the rebound for Antelope Valley. And they'll kick it out to Walker, top of the key. Antelope follows off a screen. Pioneers with six seconds left. Mid-range shot from Stevenson. That won't fall. Rebound, Papa. And that'll be the end of the first quarter. It's 15 to nine, Martin, an exciting first quarter so far. Yeah, it has been a very exciting first quarter here. I like what I've seen from Dixie State. They're really doing a good job on the rebounding side of the ball. They're moving the ball around. Transition offense looks good right now. They got to work on the three-point shotting a little bit, moving the ball around when they're in the half-court position, but they'll get it so far so good from Dixie State. 
That's going to do it for the first quarter. Keep in mind, you're listening to Trailblazer Athletics here on 91.3 The Blaze, always sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln. We'll take a 90-second timeout, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln, at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer, and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. Continue. I was burning yard waste. He told me to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. I know that now. As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Live from the Burns Arena, the Trailblazers, the Lady Trailblazers, the basketball team hosting Antelope Valley. The Trailblazers hosting the Pioneers. It's a fun one. So far, 15 to 9 is the score after the first quarter. Looking at some stats right now for Dixie State. Isaacson is leading the way with five points. Gillen right behind her with four. Also on the board, Maddie Warren has a three from downtown. Rick Vance still looking for her first field goal, has a free throw. But McCourt came into the game and got layup and play has resumed this is going to be maddie warren with the ball back out to isaacson isaacson across to gillen gillen drives in can't get the layup to go just too strong fighting for it is it's isaacson they're going to call it travel i don't like that call could have been a jump ball perhaps there's a little bit of hand contact for antelope valley the referee didn't see and bringing it up right now is Walker and the double team. Dixie State putting the pressure. will strip it from behind, and it was knocked away from Gillen. McCord's got it. Now Warren has it. Back out to Maggie. McCord driving in, tucks it, can't get it, and they're going to say it's out on McCord. Good defense from Antelope Valley. Maggie McCord had the right idea. Drive it all the way to the basket, then do, then do a little sidestep shot there, but she just couldn't handle the ball, and when she lost it, it went right off of her out of bounds. And Stevenson's got it up top to Princell. Top of the key, she'll hand it off. It goes back to Stevenson. Stevenson on the left wing, driving in. She'll stop at the elbow, pop, and that one is too hard. Rebound 
for Rihanna Gillen. Good defense there by Dixie State. Gillen just loses it, and it's going to be a two-on-two fast break. Nice bounce pass, but gets away from Stevenson. And Antelope Valley will bring it back out, set up their half-court set. Here's a couple screens coming up. Back-to-back turnovers there by Dixie State. And a pass to the corner. Here's a three that is just too hard from Ward. And Brianna Gillen has the ball driving left. She'll pass to the corner. Isaacson will pass up the three. She'll drive in, kick it out to Maddie Warren. He'll take it from the top of the key, and she hits it from downtown. Nice job there by Maddie Warren. She's another player that can get easily 20 points in the night, man. She's starting to heat up just a little bit here. Let's see what she can do for the rest of the game. Walker to Stevenson on the left wing. Stevenson brings it out. Center court, top of the key. Hits Ward on the right wing. And here's an open look from the three. Top of the key, but that one is wide right from Hernandez. And Maddie Warren's got it for Dixie State. And here's an open three from Brianna Gillen. Right wing, and it can't fall. I, if I'm Warren there, I would have driven into the basket. I get the idea to dr- give it to Gillen, but she just didn't have it right there. And Stevenson hits left iron on that three. And they're going to say a loose ball foul on the rebound from Prince. L, or Price L. Yeah, Price L, just a little aggressive there, but nothing out of bounds there. It's Warren and, um, apologies, Brooke Vance, and it will be Macy Warren back into the game here for Dixie State. Coming up in just a couple moments, whenever we get a break, we'll go to Price Morris. Price is back in the studio, and Maddie will take the three herself. They didn't guard her, and she made them pay. Maddie Warren, I keep telling you, she likes those top-of-the-key type threes, and she took advantage of it, and she can get hot real quick. Oh, and a beautiful hesitation move, but can't get the layup. She's fouled, though, and a great move from Walker. That is Deshauna Walker, the junior, 5'5", guard from Detroit. Hey, rep in the Midwest, rep in the Midwest. Beautiful hesitation move, got all the way to the basket and drawed the foul. And she'll shoot two right here. First one is just short. Won't go. Keep in mind, it's 21-9 to right now. The Trailblazers are balling right now over the Pioneers. Yeah, it hasn't been particularly too close in this game since it was 8-7. About late in the first quarter since then, Dixie State's just taken over. The threes have fallen. The layups have fallen. And here's another three-point attempt, but that will be passed up. Wilson will pass it to Macy Warren. Macy behind the back, all the way to the rim, and a beautiful layup for Macy Warren. These Warren sisters got so good ball handling skills. Macy just went a little bit almost around behind the back, went back with it with her left hand. Beautiful layup right there. Around the world. And on to the right wing. And that's going to go out of bounds. We'll stay with Antelope Valley. It was 6.43 to go in the second quarter. DSU has a solid lead so far tonight. We got inbound here. Shot is up and will just fall right out of bounds. No, it didn't fall out of bounds, but turnover there. Stolen into the hands of Maddie Warren. She'll stop at the three-point line, tries to pass to a teammate, and they're going to say it's tipped out of bounds. From Price L. I, I don't agree with that as much as it goes it, it goes for Dixie State, and I, I don't wish any 
uh, bad things Did on the Did she not tip it? I don't think she tipped it. I, I think that was off of Maddie. She just missed the pass there. But then again, Dixie State gets the possession. And this is Sereni with it. She'll kick it to the wing. Isaacson will drive in, turn around. She'll try to go up strong. They won't give her the call, and it's going to be Pioneer basketball. That was good defense right there by Antelope, Antelope State, uh, Antelope Valley, excuse me. The trap there. <clears throat> good turnover there for them. This is Walker with it. She'll dish it over to Allen on the wing. Allen guarded by Warren. Allen will put up the layup. That won't go. Rebound Isaacson. And it's over to Maddie Warren. Big pass up the court to Sereni. Are you facing foreclosure? Then come down to Megalo and Partners. We're a mortgage rescue company, and we can help you keep your house. Provided you submit to our plans for galactic domination. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And we're back. A timeout has just occurred. Sorry. But... And this is kind of a perfect time to go to the man back in the studio Producing for us, Price Morris. Price, you've been watching this game close along on the stream this whole entire time. What have you been seeing? Um, I've been seeing Dixie State's defense. I really like it so far. And i just like to say the, um, something about what Martin said at the very beginning of the game is that they shoot the ball like they're Golden State. But I think it's more of the jazz. They, pass, they do the extra pass, and they also do the points in the paint. They have eight point. They have ten. Sorry, ten points in the paint. And you know me, Jacob. I don't know if Martin knows this, but I love looking at the shot chart. Our you shot, do. Our shot charts are all at the three point line and all in the paint. The other uh, for uh, Pioneer. I Valley, love it. Pioneer Valley has a bunch of mid range jump shots, three pointers. Just we're not allowing them to get into the paint that much, which is great for Dixie State defense. And Price, that's an awesome, awesome point because the revolution of basketball is all about analytics and the highest points per possession shots you can take in basketball are going to be your threes and are going to be your layups or shots right there around that restricted area inside the paint. And looking at the shot chart, those are the only locations where the Trailblazers have attempted shots. You can tell J.D. Gustin has really teach the importance of analytics in basketball. And they're saying the mid-range, it's not effective enough. They don't hit them at a high enough clip, and a deep enough shot is only worth two. And I don't blame the approach. I like it. And coming out of this timeout. Hence why big guys in, in basketball are dead. They're just absolutely no, they're, dead. 
They're they're extinct. No longer a, they're no, being forced to have some no, skill. No longer the shack of the type players to be allowed in the NBA or the WNBA or in college basketball. No more. Well, we Giannis, be, right? I wouldn't even call them shack. That's that's those are two different styles. Price, players. Price, what were you gonna say? Oh, I wasn't gonna say anything. Anyway. I would I would say this by looking at the shot chart. I like what I'm seeing from Dixie State. They're focusing on what they know they are good at. The three point shots means that they're getting those shots, and then all the shots inside the in the paint either mean they're getting those rebounds and they're putting them back up, or they're getting really good shots. And coming out of the timeout, up thirteen is Dixie State. It's good for the Morales coming off the forty nine point loss to Oregon. Up at Eugene. Driving left is Stevenson. Overhead pass all the way to the corner. This is Allen with it. Trying to work on Maddie Warren. She'll feed the post. It's knocked away. Great hustle play, but into the hands of the Pioneers. Going up strong. The foul is there. Won't get it to go. But a nice attempt there from Terry. And she'll get to the line. As a as a basketball player, I was always taught you had to pay attention to the shot clock. Pay attention to the shot clock and know how much time slept on the clock. If Dixie State would have saw that, then they would have just let that ball fall out of bounds. They would have got the ball right back, and they would be in their own possession. But they did not see it. They tried to throw yeah. it back in, and then the shot clock got changed back, and then there was a foul called. You know, that's a great, that's a great call there, Martin, because Macy Warren tried to make a hustle play. It would have been beautiful, but because of the shot clock scenario – it probably would have been a, been a better play just to let it go. And this is going to be Brianna Gillen bringing it up on the left wing, working on Stevenson, trying to force her left. She'll come around the Papa screen, and she'll dish it to the top of the key and back to Papa inside, and she gets that one to go for two. Avery Papa is the franchise for this program. She's going to help them get better and better every single year, along with the Warren sisters as well. She called for that one down low. She said, give me the basketball. She turned around, little layup with her left hand. Beautiful. And for Antelope Valley, Valley, this is Terry, who's going to take the three and make it. That's Martin, her, that's her third three of the yeah, day. I was just about to say that. That's her third three. As much as she's a little... Short and stocky. She's very quiet on that three-point line. Papa with a nice crossover. Gets all the way to the cup. Lots of contact. No call. And the Pioneers have possession. We go right back to Terry. And in the hands of Stevenson. Stevenson back to Terry on the left wing. And a little valley waking up just a little bit. And top of the key right now is Allen. Allen over to Stevenson. He'll take the three from the right wing. Off the glass. Will not fall, though. And Maddie Warren has it. Up ahead to her sister. Maddie to Macy. And that one just rims out. They're going to get an over-the-back call. It's going to go against Brooke Vance. Yeah, and sometimes over-the-back calls are very, very hard to call, in my opinion, because everybody's crashing at the same time. Who's really on top of each other? Who's really trying to go for the ball? You can kind of flip a coin on those on those type of calls, but on that one, it was the right call. You no, know, it might have been actually some friendly fire there, Martin, because I think, I think Papa jumped up, bumped into Vance, and that's what caused Vance to knock over that Pioneer. And it's going to be Antelope Valley basketball. Down 11 right now to Dixie State in the Burns. Here's the mid-range shot. That one looked like it got tipped away from Vance. And Dixie State has it. Beautiful pass from Warren all the way to Vance. 
from half court with a dime. Maddie Warren's going to be the future point guard for this program. She has the right mentality there. She saw vision up the court there. She saw the open player there, and she got the bucket. That's beautiful there for Brooke fans. So far, probably the best play we've seen of the day. I would agree with that. And she'll stop and pop from mid-range, and she is fouled from behind on the shot at 10. This is going to be Stevenson going to the line. I tell you right now, that's our Ken Garf St. George play of the game. I would say right now, that's a pretty good candidate. Yeah, the Ken Garf St. George Fort Lincoln oh, I play forgot about of the game. It's apologies. It's a. Uh, I haven't done the play of the game this year yet, Martin, but definitely do the player of the game for sure. You would think I would know Ken Garf St. George Fort Lincoln, considering I work across the way from them yeah. as well. They are our sponsor here on 91.3, and the second free throw also misses. And it's going to be Dixie State ball. Gillen's got it, driving. She'll kick it back out. Here's an thought about a three-point shot at 10. We'll keep it in-house. Driving is Sereni. Keeps it back out to Papa. And this will be to Gillen. Gillen coming off the screen. She'll go all the way to the basket, and it's good. Brianna Gillen, enough said. She is just that good. She likes to attack the basket. She's got that ability. She's a very smart player. That was a great drive by her. Again, the left hand with the layup, awesome. Gillen now with six points in the ball game. Leading the way for the Trailblazers is Maddie Warren with nine. And some nice ball movement from Antelope Valley, but a wild layup from Allen can't go. And it gets... Knocked away from Gillen, but she retains possession. Good handles on display. She kicks it to the corner, and that one can't fall from Isaacson. And now with the ball is Terry. She's made a couple threes, putting the moves on. She drives in. Lots of contact. They won't call it. Says Dixie State went straight up. This is Macy Warren with it. Left wing behind the back over to Gillen. Macy faked the shot. Serrini's going to take one, and that one hits back iron. Can't go into the hands of Stevenson. Tub possessions back-to-back here for Dixie State. No points on either one of them. they got to find some way to get the offense back. There's a corner three that's just short from Allen. Can't fall. And under 40 seconds to go now in the game. There's a corner three open for Macy. That can't fall. Three bad possessions in a row. And this is going to be Antelope Valley with likely their last shot attempt of the half. Taking it slow on the right wing. Driving in now is Stevenson. She gets it ripped away from Gillen. Gillen, this is a three-on-one, four-on-one for Dixie State. Pass to Macy Warren. Layup, easy. Nice job there on the turnover there for Dixie State to turn it into transition basketball. Smart plays. And Stevenson, this is on the wing. Three seconds. Wild shot put up there. Cannot go from Allen. And that is going to do it from the first half. It's 31 to 15. We'll take a three-minute timeout. When we come back, we will have the Kengar St. George Fort Lincoln halftime show right here with Jacob Price and Martin on 91 Through the Blaze. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I'm in almost every school bus in classroom. You see me around the neighborhood and you tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friend. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For taking taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And And now, now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom now. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. 
My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Josh Groban. My favorite thing about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and helps get it to kids in need. But they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Maria Menunos coming to you with some urgent news impacting families across America. Studies reveal that one in five children in America are struggling with hunger. That's nearly 16 million children. The good news is that the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is helping to get surplus food to children and families facing hunger. But they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, you know what it is. This is the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show right here on 91.3 The Blaze. This is where we like to review the first half. We're going to get... Thoughts from me, Jacob Zimmerman. Thoughts from Mark Kelly and thoughts from Bryce Morris back in the Jennings building. Wait, you want my thoughts? Three the Blaze Studios on Dixie's Day Campus. Yes, that's right, Martin. I want your thoughts in just a sec. But right now I'm going to go over some stats from the first half from Dixie State and the Pioneers of Antelope Valley. So far, this one's 31 to 15. In just a couple minutes, maybe eight minutes or so, we'll be back for the second half. But right now, looking at the box scores for both teams, 14.3%. That is the field goal percentage on the day in the first half for the Pioneers of Antelope Valley. That's not going to get it done against Dixie State, who's shooting 38% from the field. They've attempted 16 threes in the first half. That's a ton of threes. We were looking at their shot chart earlier. They've only shot from right inside that restricted area inside the paint. 
or outside the three-point line. That is analytics basketball, folks, coached by J.D. Gustin. Uh, he's the head coach of the women's basketball team. But looking at the rebound stats, not a ton of rebounds in this game, but offensively you're getting six to three. Those are the offensive rebounds. And overall, it's 29-19, to 19, so plus 10 for Dixie State. The assists, they're moving the ball a lot better than the Pioneers. Lots of iso ball from them. They only got two, but Dixie State has seven. They've also kept the turnovers down. They have nine on the day so far and have taken 10 away from the Pioneers. Individually, looking at Dixie State, so far showing out. Looking like a candidate for the Ken Gar St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game. Maddie Warren, the point guard number one. Maddie is from Lee High High School here in Utah. And she is shooting three of six from the field, three of five from downtown. And she has nine total points in this ball game. And keep in mind, she's leading the way defensively with two steals for the Trailblazers. Martin Kelly, I want your thoughts on this first you want half. my thoughts? What has been happening? That's my right. I want your thoughts, my man. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, You know what, what's going on in this first half is the fact that Dixie State and Antelope Valley were kind of close in that first half. Everybody was still nervous. The jitters were still inside of you. Shots were going up. Some of them were knocking down. Some of them weren't getting knocked down. Dixie State showed that they love to shoot that three. Live and die by the three, the Golden State Warriors style in basketball right there. I know Price believes they're a little more Utah Jazz. I could agree with that as well. Um, but the point is really in that second quarter, <clears throat> Dixie State finally got their shots to go down. Dixie State finally oh, yeah. put off their defense, and they got some turnovers there, and they turned that into transition basketball, and they turned those into buckets. A little valley. It was twenty-one to nine, and then right after that, it was twenty-four. It was twenty-five to fourteen. Dixie State only scored four, but then Antelope Valley came back and scored six. They got two threes there. They were trying to cut the lead down, but they couldn't kind of keep up with that. And it just Antelope Valley is a good basketball team. They just are a little sloppy on offense. Trent defensive wise, they're a little out of place, but. So far, this has been a very fun game. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing by Dixie State. The future is bright with this program, with these freshmen and Avery Papa and the Warren sisters and Emily Isaacson and Brianna Gill, who have been here for a couple of years. So oh, yeah. the direction is good for the program, and I'm excited to see what comes up. Right now, the Trailblazers are warming up, taking a bunch of threes, trying to get warm for the second half, Dixie. We're in the white uniforms. You can learn the something red from them. Numbers, the red Dixie State on the front. Next year, that's going to say uh, Utah Tech. Utah Tech yeah. University. I can't believe it. You can learn something from the girls in, in shooting threes. Your three point shots, you got to kind of get a little better. We, you know, we play. Oh, little... my three point shot is great, Martin. Uh, you are the one who needs some skill. I do need some skill, but I'm a big guy, so I don't need too much skill. I just go in the middle, I grab the rebounds, I grab the layups, and that's all I do. I'm wondering what's going to happen to the court, Martin, because when we change the name, obviously it's not going to say Dixie State. It's going to say Utah Tech, and they're going to get rid of the D that's behind the Trailblazer logo. Maybe it'll, it'll just be the Trailblazer it logo. It will just be the Trailblazer logo. I can already tell you that. Those are the plans just to leave the logo as itself. There might be a UT or some type of design. To you know, go I don't on. even think you need to put that. I think just the bison. Brooks the bison out there is great. I do like that idea. We see 
so much of Brooke the Bison around this building. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six. Looks like about 20 photos of Brooke the Bison all over the place. But we are going to go to Price Morris back in the 91 Through the Blaze studios. Price, we are here at the Burns where the action has been great, man, but you've been seeing it on the stream. What's your perspective on the first half? Uh, my perspective is just literally, well, you've recently, you quickly went over it, but just the shots that we are doing, and I went over it earlier, 18 points in the paint for Dixie State, and only, we've only allowed two points for Pioneer Valley. That is insane. And looking at the shot chart, like I always do, Emily Isaacson is the only person to take a mid-range jump shot for for Dixie. So we are just getting in the paint constantly, and it, it's just great to see. It's great to see. Our uh, I wish we could do better at the three because it's only 25 percentage, and uh, basically, uh, uh, sorry, Warren is the only girl that's made three-pointers for us so far, I think. Let's look at it. Isaacson has made one three. She's one of two, but, yep, outside of that, it has only been Maddie Warren. A couple Trailblazers trying to get things to fall right now from deep. Uh, Sereni hasn't got one. Talia Sereni hasn't got one to fall. She's 0 from 3 from downtown. Brianna Gillen is 0 from 2 from downtown, but she's got six points in this one. Also trying to find a couple threes in this ball game is Macy Warren, the sister of Maddie Warren. While she is 2 of 4 from the field, she's 0 of 2 from downtown. It's only a matter of time before those following girls that I just mentioned, start hitting some threes. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's the way we play. That's the way we play. We, we live in that by three, and we went over this several times. But something I also want to mention real quick is the turnovers. We have we have only nine turnovers, and uh, NLF Valley has ten, but we have, we have nine points off of turnovers, and they only have three. So we are just hustling back even if we do turn over the ball. And, you know, Price, I think that stat, nine points, I think Dixie State can do even better than nine points off of turnovers in the second half. Martin, when you, when you agree with that, I think, I mean, there was a play in particular with Isaacson where they got up ahead to her, and she kind of had no one around her. She kind of slowed down just a little bit, and out of nowhere, the Pioneers were able to take it away. I think a couple plays won't go like that. They'll go in favor of Dixie State, and we'll have more than just nine points off of turnovers. I do agree with half. that. I, I, think, I just think Dixie State's got to play a little smarter with the ball. I mean, I understand that they're playing a community college. You can take advantage of that type of idea that, you know, these guys, these girls are playing for maybe a year or two and then moving on to bigger schools while Dixie State, their entire program is going to be here for the next four years. They're not going anywhere. These girls are going to develop their chemistry with each other and get so much better. So, you know, you can take advantage of that versus one junior college versus a four-year school. But Dixie State's has got to play – Smarter in how their possessions. Manny Warren with a couple turnovers in that first half. Brianna Gillen with a couple turnovers there. As well, Isaacson, you mentioned that turnover as well. Avery Papa had a turnover as well. So you just got to be smarter with the basketball and realize it. But these girls are young. They're still getting used to college basketball realm. They'll get all of that experience this season. And you know what? Right now, I like what I see. Maybe the turnovers are like, okay, let's watch it. But I would not be too, too concerned with turnovers considering that they like to play tough defense, and they get back in time. That is going to do it for the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show. We'll take a quick 20-second timeout and be right back. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And things are started. No longer 10 minutes to go on the clock in the third quarter, 9.54 and dropping. And the Trailblazers bringing a double team, and that's going to start things off. A jump ball is called. And it'll be Dixie State basketball. Nice double team right there with Isaacson and Warren. Uh, 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 Stevenson couldn't find a way to get out of there. Jump ball was called. Dixie State's ball. And Warren will kick it over to Gillen. Gillen driving into the paint. Back out to Sereni who goes up strong. And they're going to get a charge that's going to go against Sereni. It was drawn from Terry. Not only is Terry knocked down three three-pointers in this game for her nine points in this one, she's also got a charge there. So, you know, she's playing good defense and good offense for Antelope Valley. And this is Taylor with it. Excuse me, Walker. Walker going to pass back to Terry Taylor. We will take a three, but it's tipped from Isaacson in the hands of Martinez, and it's tipped around, and Isaacson now has it over to Warren. Warren's going to go back to Isaacson, who pulls it from three, and she misses everything. Yeah, she's laughing it off there, you know, <laughs> having a little good time there with the fact that she just shot an air ball. I can hear the Utah Jazz fans back in 97 trying to give Kobe Bryant some laughter about his air balls too, but um, just got to, you know, get the touch on the ball and make the shot. And Stevenson has it at the logo. Passing it left to Terry. Terry going to dish it off. Driving in right now. That layup can't fall from Allen. And it goes back up and in for two. That one was good from Hernandez, who cuts it to a 14-point game. Dixie State's got to get better in boxing out there. That was an opportunity for that. They just let the rebound get away, and a bucket went up there for Antelope Valley. Isaacson going to pass to Vance, and Vance, and basically the same result, misses everything. So two threes. Two air balls for Dixie State. Yeah. We just saw them shoot a bunch of warm-ups before the second half. Yeah, and I've seen a little of the Antelope Valley players on the bench screaming, air ball, air ball. Just got to get the touch on the ball. Well, they don't have the crowd on their side. I can't hear them. And a pass from Terry is just going to sail over the head of Martinez, and that'll go out of bounds. It'll be Dixie State ball with 8.09 to go. In the third quarter. This has got a feel of the first quarter here. Everybody's still a little jitters, a little nervous. Everybody's not in rhythm yet. But once everybody gets in rhythm, we're going to see better basketball. Gillen will pass up the three. She's going to pass it back out to Warren. Warren passes to Sereni. And they're going to say Sereni with another offensive foul. Warren, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know about that one either. That's sec- that's the second foul called on Sereni this, uh, already this second half early. I just... She may have got her a little bit in the back, but that's just not enough to call that foul there. I'm sorry. That's a wrong call. And now with the ball is Walker for the Pioneers of Antelope Valley. Walker hands it off to Terry. Terry, top of the key. We're going to get Isaacson. Passes back to Walker on the left wing. Top of the key, this is Allen. Allen 
Driving on Warren and Allen with another wild shot. And into the hands of Martinez with an easy hook in the paint. Again right there, Dixie State not paying attention to the box sauce. They're not realizing who's around them. And then when the rebounds come up, they're looking around and they're not realizing they don't have the ball. And into the hands of Gillen. Gillen to Macy Warren. And Warren gets it ripped from behind from Stevenson. And they're going to call a charge that's going to go against Macy Warren after she got the ball stripped away. It was drawn there from number 23, Ryan Terry. I'm sorry, there was no need to call that foul. The ball was already in turnover. Yes, the Great play from Brianna Gillen. Nice Euro step there, just like the master himself there. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head. I apologize, but a very nice Euro step right there. Mono Ginobili, there it comes. There, I was late on that one. And Walker's got it driving in. She loses it. Somehow gets to Stevenson. Rebound from Papa. And this is Gillen with it. Can't she put another beautiful move? She'll pass it to an open Warren for three. Nice pass there. Nice shot there by Warren. That's her third three of the day. Four. Four three of the day. She's starting to get a little hot from that outside shot. Yeah, she's been heating up. Maybe starting to boil here. She's four of six from downtown inside the Burns Arena in St. George, Utah. Jacob, as much as this feels like a 17-point lead here for Dixie State, this also really feels a lot closer, just the score doesn't show it. I think that the pace, the pace Dixie State is playing at is not a patient pace. They're going up and down fast. They like to get up the threes. And even though they're up 36 to 19 with 502 to go in the third, it doesn't feel like it because the pace is just nonstop. They're trying to pour it on as much as they can. They put up 107 against Life Pacific. That was the last time the Lady Trailblazers played here in the Burns. Can they do it again? And the pass inside is going to be tipped away from Papa into the hands of Maddie Warren to a Emily Isaacson from downtown. It's good. Two back-to-back threes for the Blazers. And Emily Isaacson was finally going to get that three-point shot. She shot it earlier in the quarter. It went as an air ball, but that one went down, and it was a good shot by her to make it a 20-point lead. Walker crossing over against Gillen. Has to pass it out. Price L drives in on Papa. That one won't go. Rebound to Isaacson. Warren, nice pass inside to Gillen, uncovered. And that is another beautiful play from Maddie Warren. Under the hand under the hand layup right there, that was beautiful. Man, was that such a great play. And Stevenson going to hand it off to Allen. Allen passes into the corner to Bryce L., who gets it from downtown, a rare three from Antelope Valley. Valley. And there's going to be a timeout taken from Coach Gustin of Dixie State will take it as well with 3.55 to go here on 91 through the plays. The Trailblazers beating the Pioneers from Antelope Valley 41 to 22, 62nd TO. And we'll be back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. We are your pets and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. 
Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. Get out to the forest and discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Lincoln here on 91 through the blaze. We're having some fun midway through the third. You know, Martin, you're a big fan of baseball, and this would be about the time they would do the seventh inning stretch, and this is kind of where they're doing, during the media timeout, you could say, they're doing the crowd shots of the fans here in the Burns, and everyone is jumping around, dancing. Yeah, they're having a good time, and it's a a great time to be here in the Burns Arena. It's a lot of fun to be in here, having a fun game and just got to see more excitement out of here. We got a we got a great second we got a great third quarter here, Jacob. I think this is the quarter where Dixie State's going to kind of get a, get away from Antelope Valley and finally kind of put this game out of reach. In my opinion, it is already out of reach 41-22, but I think you can continue to throw salt in the wound, but the Pioneers are trying to avoid that with this full court press, but it's broken. Macy Warren Two on one with Papa. Papa will pull the three, and that one is just too far. But into the hands of Isaacson on the far rebound, and she'll pass it back out. They're going to say she traveled before she get got the pass off. I don't agree with that one. There again, there was a couple uh, half, uh, hand slapping in that possession right there on Isaacson. They let it go, but I mean, it's just it's just how it goes. So. Media time out here. And we're going to get another time out. Martin, why don't we just keep this one here for a sec and look at these stats for the second half so far here in the third quarter. A little over six minutes removed in the second half. And Dixie State shooting four of eight from the field here, two of six from downtown. They're losing the rebound battle, which was different from the first half. They're losing that only 6-5, to five, though. And the largest lead of the game belongs to Dixie State with 22. Right now, it's just a 19-point lead. The bench points also in favor of Dixie State. 8-4. Points in the paint right now, 22-6. to six. I know Price, back in the studio, loves to talk about the shot chart. And speaking of points in the paint, looking at that shot chart, there's a bunch of 20s. 20, 20, 20, 20. Brianna Gillen has been getting it done inside the paint. Right now on the day, Brianna, 5 of 11 
10 points. She's not the only trailblazer, though, that is in double digits. Maddie Warren, four of six from downtown, four rebounds, four assists, one block, three steals. Man, the Warren sisters are having a day. Yeah, you know what? Like I said, the Warren sisters, Avery Papa, Emily Isaacson, Brianna Gillen, those are the players you're going to build your program around. They are the future for this program, and they're doing their job today. They're putting the pressure on the defensive side of the ball. They're putting the pressure on the offensive side of the ball, getting the rebounds, getting the shots. Yes, there's a couple air balls. I understand that, but overall, I like this group. I like this core. They're going to look good down the road. I How really, about Emily sorry, Isaacson? I just really like I mean, what to say something that if this was the Golden State team, Brianna Gillen would be Draymond Green. Just on the board, no, getting six rebounds. That's Emily Isaacson. That's Emily Isaacson. I, she, she just dishes the ball and gets the rebounds, I feel like. You guys are making these Golden State comparisons. He started it. <laughs> Way to throw me out of the bus there, Price. You don't even know me. This is my yeah. first time back on Blaze the 91-3. Just throw me out of the bus like that. Just run Isaacson, me over twice. 11 rebounds. She does have five turnovers, but she's got two blocks and two steals. A couple trailblazers getting involved defensively tonight, and it's Antelope Valley. Here's a cross-court pass inside. Brycell's going to put that one up. Doesn't hit anything into the hands of Macy Warren now. Good pass up ahead to Papa. Double team somehow into the hands of Warren still. Warren to the other Warren, her sister. Now to the short corner is Gillen. Gillen, top of the key. Maddie Warren can't get that one to go from downtown. And they're going to say a jump ball. Great effort there from Emily Isaacson at 5'11 from Box Elder High School here in Perry, Utah. She has been getting after the boards. I, I Again, I just don't agree with that. There was a lot of hand slapping. There was a lot of trying to go over Emily Isaacson and try to get that rebound. I would have called out a foul. And Papa facing a double team. It's knocked away. They're going to say out of bounds. Last touched by Lloyd of the Pioneers. It'll be Dixie State ball. This will be Gillen inbounding it. Maddie Warren, the point guard in the backcourt, brings it up. Is Warren crossing over against Stevenson. Her pass gets tipped away. Price L had it for a sec, but Gillen knocked it back. And a beautiful pass inside. No no call on that contact. And Isaacson didn't like that. And stolen away from Papa. Barely stays in bounds. Dixie State gets it right back. Ball doesn't lie. And here's Gillen crossing over. Get a feed to Isaacson. And Isaacson is blocked from behind by Lloyd. I'm going to say this right now. This is just my own opinion. As much as I know Avery Papa isn't the shooter on this team, she isn't, she, she isn't you know, the, the one that's going to drive everything, she is the best player on the floor right now. There's not even a question. Uh, I don't know if I can agree with that based off of the season so far. She'll work into it, but I, I 100% see it, and I, I think she's the best player on the floor. And this is going to be Gillen. From the line, Rihanna, the 5'9 junior guard from West Jordan, Copper Hills High School. You also 
you'll also notice another thing with this team. Every single player on the floor are all from Utah. They have worked so hard in their Utah recruiting, trying to get players from Utah to play and stay in Utah. And that's just a smart strategy by Coach J.D. Gusson and this coaching staff. And that three from Ward hits right iron. And this is going to be Maddie Warren with it. Here's the corner three from Gillen. Nothing but net. Nice shot there by, by Brianna Gillen. She... Patiently, she shot. She got her shot in right the position, made the corner three. Nice shot. And Stevenson going to dish it to Price Allen. She responds right back with a three of her own. She's a good player. She is a very good player. Zakira Price Allen with her second three of the day, and that's going to be Papa up ahead with the layup off the glass. Nice job there by Avery Papa. Just go down there, play inside. If no one's around you, just shoot it right up with a layup. Stevenson on the right wing. Going to go right back to Pricell. Why not? She hits another three. She was open in that corner. She likes that corner. She's taking three shots from that corner, and she's just made them all. And up ahead to McCord. McCord a little too strong on the rebound. They have the numbers. Papa goes up. No call. And Stevenson has it. Two on two scenario. She'll stop pop and that one just rims out the rebound for Avery Papa into the hands of Brianna Gillen who's driving no one picks her up she goes coast to coast the foul but can't get the layup to fall she can't get the bucket to go down but she's going to get two shots at the free throw line she's a very smart player she saw the open lane saw the two defenders would come and crash on her decided to go crash into them and get the foul call smart play keep in mind on 91.3, if you tune in tonight, we will have the Trailblazer football game. It's going to be a fun one. The last one of the year. You cannot miss it. Morgan State, Dixie State. This is going to be a fun game. It is Missouri State. Missouri State, apologies. Ranked opponent in the FCS D1 level. And Isaacson going to get the rebound and put it back up. Toilet will flush. Nice job right there. Rebounding off the missed free throw there. Get the possession back. Put it back up. Again, a, a toilet flush style down the down down the hoop. That was just awesome. And the layup cannot go underneath the rim from Lloyd. And it's going to be Dixie State ball. Brianna Gillen will pass. Another pass. This one from that's going to be a turnover. They're going to say a travel on the cord who lifted up those feet. Trying to take a dribble, and it's going to be Antelope Valley basketball. So right now, 16.1 left. We're about to reach the end of the third quarter, 51-28. Again, Jacob, as much as this feels, as much as this is a blow, I feel so much closer. Walker will fall down driving in because she just slid on the floor. They're going to call a travel on her. Dixie State's going to get one last possession here before the end of the quarter. We'll see what type of play they come up with. And a logo three just hits back iron. Maddie Warren almost got that one to fall. But after three, we have only 10 minutes to go. The fourth quarter will be right around the corner We'll take a quick break and we'll come back for it here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Trailblazer Athletics, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln. You're here with Jacob Zimmerman, Bryce Morris, and Martin Kelly on the call. We will be right back. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. Despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids. But they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, what's going on, St. George Trailblazer Nation? Everyone who's listening to 91.3 The Blaze, we're here live from the Burns Arena, St. George, Utah. That's where we are doing this broadcast today. But Price Morris, Price, you've been producing for us today. You're back in the 91 Through the Blaze studios inside the Jennings building on Dixie State campus. Price, you've been watching along closely on the stream through three. What have been your thoughts so far today? Honestly, our defense and the turnovers that we've been doing, we have eight steals on the day. And they, uh, um, Dixie State does. And uh, we have six fast rate points. And 26 points in the paint. It is just, we are just getting the ball and scoring really quick. We are shooting early in the shot clock, too, which is really great for analytics-wise. Yeah, the pace. But, Martin, you are jumping along yeah, to the cheerleaders. They're dancing. I'm having fun They're here, man. Them. I mean, this is the first time <laughs> I've been on 91.3 The Blaze in a while. And you guys are talking about analytics and math and all that. I failed at that 500 times in my entire life. <laughs> I'm not good at math. All I know is if you put the basket in the hoop, you're going to win this basketball game. Dixie State has done that. They got the most points in the hoop. They're leading this game. That's the end of that story. Wrap it up. Let's go home. Hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Basketball is not complicated at all. <laughs> it's not. Just the ball Put all the in analytics and math away. I get it. Well, well, let me say something real quick. We've we've took fifty-one shots and made twenty in oh just field goals, and they put forty-five and made nine. We are they are only making twenty percent of their shots. As we start the fourth quarter, that one gets tipped away. Walker with the defensive deflection. It looks like no one's going to inbound it here for Dixie State. <laughs> uh, this is going to be Gillen inbounding it to Maddie Warren. Maddie comes around the Isaacson screen. Good feed. Isaacson maybe wasn't ready for it. And then that out of her hands, it's going to be a turnover. It's going to be Antelope Valley basketball. And Walker dribbling it up. The Dixie State logo. On the wing is Pricell. Back to Walker. Walker going to hand it off to Terry. He'll take another three from the wing. That one hits right iron. She hasn't had the same luck as she had in the first half. And this is now Maddie Warren. But she's fouled. Going to be fouled at half court. A blocking foul. Going to go against Lloyd. 
as much as Antelope Valley doesn't have their shooting today, and, and they're not particularly, and, and they're not winning this game at all. Dixie State is obviously winning this 51-28, but you got to give credit to these girls. They know how to play good, tough defense. They're on everybody on every possession. They they just know how to play good defense. McCord in the corner. In addition, off to Warren. Cross court pass to Gillen. Gillen around the Papa screen in the soft corner. Got to dish it back out to Papa. This is going to go into Maddie Warren's hands, and she'll take and make it from downtown. Maddie Warren, man, that's her fifth three-pointer of the day. She is just red hot at that position. That's 15 points on the three-point line. And Ann Walker going to fake the handoff, drive all the way to the cup. That one doesn't hit anything. Almost goes out of bounds, saved by Martinez, right into the hands of Maddie Warren, going all the way. And a great pass from Gillen inside to Emily Isaacson. Gillen to Isaacson. That Warren, that, that Warren, Gillen, Isaacson combination there, that's going to be lethal down the road. Oh, yeah, and that three is off the Martinez, just short. And this is going to be Brianna Gillen driving inside. Passes it back out. Maddie's going to take the three, and that one can't go. Antelope Valley basketball. Terry with the jab, making Isaacson stumble just a bit. But the long rebound will go to Martinez in the right corner. But it's tipped away. Isaacson with the defensive play. This is going to be a three-on-two, four-on-two pass. Gillen's going to drive in. Running a layup. Rolls around the rim. Won't go in. Isaacson fighting for it. They'll call a jump ball. And it looks like it'll go into the hands of the pioneers you know i would expect the dixie save to be winning this game by at least 40 maybe 50 but you know like i said antelope valley's got a good tough defense they kept this game between 19 and 21 points so it hasn't gotten to a complete and total blowout but you know this is a good game by dixie State as well they've done some good things the future's gonna look good and maddie warren right now is 5 of 10 from downtown. Wow. 10 of her 11 attempts in this game have been from beyond the arc. Pretty straightforward with Maddie's approach in the ball game. She's got a, a 15 points, but she's not even the leading scorer. Gillen has 16 for Dixie State. Don't underestimate her passing ability, too. She's probably have a, She's probably got about three or four assists on the day, too. And Walker from downtown. Can't get that one to go. It's going to be out of bounds. That was last touch by Dixie State, in my opinion. But there is a player down right now yeah, for man. Antelope Valley. And she's grabbing her knee, trying to get the name of the player who is down right now. That's number 13. That is Beck. And we are going to step aside for the injury timeout. 56 to 28 with 7.23 to go in the fourth quarter here on 91.3 The Blaze. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America, but unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. 
Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And the injured pioneer for Antelope Valley was Lindsay Beck. He was helped off the court. Looked like a lower body injury in the leg. And play resumes here. Tipped away from Maggie McCord. And Pioneers will have to inbounds this one again. Terry's going to throw it in. This one inside. And that layup can't go. Her own rebound. This is Merriweather with the ball. And it's going to go out of bounds. Last touch by Dixie State. And Terry throws it in. Merriweather right off the glass. And easy in for two. Nice little one-two pass right there to get the easy layup. That was smart basketball. And McCord's going to take the corner three, and that one falls. Maggie from downtown. Maggie McCord's been here for a couple years. She's finally gotten healthy enough to play, and she's making the best of her chances. And that one on the right wing now into the hands of Allen driving in. That one off the glass too hard once again. Here's Maggie going to pass it off to Isaacson. Here's the corner three from Gillen, and that one falls as well. Splash. Back-to-back threes, and finally this game is starting to open up a little bit. A 32-point lead here for Dixie State as the closing minutes tick down here for this game. And, again, Brianna Gillen and Maggie McCord, they've been here for a while, and those were two good threes by those two players. And Merriweather inside. I'm going to say a... Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. All the way to the cup and can't get that one to go. Another layup attempt from Kristen Allen. I can't help but notice the guards of Antelope Valley are definitely affected by the interior defense and the perimeter defense of Dixie State as Stevenson and Allen, get this guys, are combined O of 23. Yikes. You know, you would think after the first couple missed layups, they would be a little bit more hesitant to go inside, but no conscience out there right now. And that free throw is able to fall from Allen. That's her first point of the day. In the game now for DC State, a couple of backups, Vegas Camacho 
And all the way to the cup is Brianna Gillen for an easy layup. Also will be number 12, Talia Simpson is in the game as well. Stimson, sorry, apologies. And there's a three, and that one is off from Allen. Now driving. Uncovered, but will pass it out to Camacho. Camacho at 5-3 is double teamed. And there is a timeout from Coach Gustin. Yeah, Stimson was trying to drive it inside. She decided to kick it back out to Vegas. Camacho got caught into a double team, and she just couldn't find a way out of it. And, and instead of turning the ball over, Dixie State uses a timeout to keep the possession in their hands. We'll take it as well. 5.05 on the clock. Dixie State. Up over Antelope Valley, 64 to 31 in the Burns Arena. 60 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer, and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 90 minutes removed from the start of this game, and that was all it took for Dixie State to build a 33-point lead, 5.05 to go in the fourth quarter. Welcome back to the broadcast here on 91.3. You're here with me, play-by-play Jacob Zimmerman, color commentary done by Martin Kelly. You've heard from Price Morris back in the 91 through the Blaze Studios, but we are live from the Burns Arena where it's a fun one. Dixie State able to go up against a junior college opponent in Antelope Valley. And I can't think of a better time to go up against a school like that following the game up at Eugene where Dixie State played Oregon. So the Ducks were the last opponent. Now the Pioneers are the opponent currently for Dixie State. Yeah, and that game didn't go particularly too well for Dixie State. Obviously, they went up against a really good Division One program. They'll most likely compete for the Pac West title and be competing in the NCAA tournament. They could win it all, Martin. Uh, I mean, I mean, they're gonna have to get past South Carolina and Stanford. Kylie Watson didn't miss a shot. Eight of eight from the field, sixteen points. I mean, Elise Hurst. Yeah, six of twelve, seventeen. You're gonna have to beat UConn. You're gonna have to beat South Carolina. You're gonna have to beat. Mississippi State, and you're going to have to be Stanford to get to that position. 
I mean, here's a three, and Camacho's three is off. McCord tried to get after it, cannot reel it in, and it's going to be Pioneer basketball. So we got Camacho, we got McCord, we got Gillen, we got Isaacson, and we got Stimson on the floor for Dixie State. I would imagine here pretty soon Gillen's going to get checked out. She's gonna ha She's had a great game. She has 21 in this ball game, 8 of 15 shooting. And mind you, Dixie State's playing without their arguably their top point guard and their top center in this game. Who? As Shania Davison is not in the game today, and Hannah Robbins has not checked in either. I haven't seen those gals all year. And they're some of the top two players on this team. And this is Allen bringing up on the left wing. Harry, have you thought about a three jab step? Back up to Stevenson in the hands of Allen. Terry's going to take one, and that one cannot go. Early in the game, Terry was able to knock down those three-pointers. She got three in that first in combination of the second half, but since then, she's gone cold on that line. And McCord driving in her layup can't go. A little strong on that layup. Should just calm down a little bit, but she'll learn from that. And trying to draw a charge was Vegas Camacho. They won't give it to her. And that Vegas was definitely interesting watching her against Oregon. Oregon had a 6'7 girl. They had a 6'8 girl. And Vegas Camacho at five foot three. The height differential was definitely on display. But she's not gonna let that get to her. Yeah, you know, and and you know, we were talking earlier, I was talking earlier about how most of the players on the court at the time for Dixie State were all Utah players and Vegas Camacho, she's from Las Vegas. That's why she got named that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's another player from Vegas. We had London Pavlica in the program as well. She was from Las Vegas. So the Las Vegas pipeline works as well for Dixie State in recruiting and for basketball players. And driving in is Macy Warren. The kids have poked away from behind from Merriweather. And it will retain Dixie State Trailblazers possession with 338 in the fourth, up 31. The inbounds. We hand it off to Warren. Warren spinning around. Here's Camacho. Camacho driving left. Back out to Stimson. This is McCord from downtown. And she hits it from three. Nice shot there by... Um, was that Stimson? It's Maggie McCord. Maggie McCord. There you go. Again, she shoots another one. Like I said, she's been in the program for three years as well. And she knows what she's doing. And she's got her shots. And she's doing them pretty good today. This is Kristen Allen with the ball. Passes it out. There's a deep three that hits nothing. Merriweather goes up strong on the reverse layup and one. Got to give Merriweather a good credit on that one. She got Avery Popley in the right position to where she could take advantage of it. Backed her down enough. Got inside. Put it up. End of story. And Latasha Merriweather, the junior, 5'11". From Santa Clarita, California, gets that one to fall. Completes the three-point play. Here's Vegas. They throw it ahead to Warren. Macy going to break it. Across half court, driving all the way to the cup. And the layup will nice. fall. I'm telling you, these Warren sisters are amazing. That was another example of how strong and how athletic and how 
just well prepared these two girls are at playing basketball. They're going to be a bright future for the program. Terry putting the moves on, but it stripped away a great defensive play from Stimson. And Talia going to bring it up. It's knocked out of bounds from Merriweather. And 2.27 left on the clock. Up 69 to 36. Things are looking very promising here inside the Burns Arena. There's another example of a player that just brings a whole lot of a, a experience and knowledge of the game. Stimson, a transfer from Georgetown. It just, you know, these, they keep plucking all these D1 talented players and make and making them into players too. And as Papa's going to get called for a charge. That was a great pump fake though from Papa. Perhaps should have stopped on a dime around the elbow for a mid-range shot, but wanted to go all the way to the cup. Great defensive play from the Pioneers. And this is Stevenson going to dish it back out. And Allen's just going to lose it off the knee. And Dixie State will retain possession. Stimson, Camacho, Macy Warren, Papa, and McCord is the lineup in white and red for the Blazers. Bit of a three-on-two into the corner. McCord's going to pass it up. Vegas from downtown is short. Maggie on the recovery. It's tipped up from behind. Fighting after it. Can't pull it away. And great play there to grab the ball was Martinez. Showed the elbows. That's just how you do it. And she misses the layup. Now Stimson's going coast to coast. Stripped away from Allen. Priceell going to save it from going out of bounds. Allen's got it all the other way. This is up and down basketball. A wild behind the back layup attempt. Almost went down. But, uh, man, this is going to be Allen at the line shooting too. Martin, what would you think of that layup? That was, a, that was an amazing <laughs> attempt. It almost looked like one of those Michael Jordan ones where he, like, turned his back and then just threw it up and then it went in. But back to that uh, possession where – uh, Antelope Valley got the rebound, and they were they were double teaming their player, and, and they kind of got out of there. I've seen Les get called for a jump ball. There was no jump ball called there by the officials. I'm surprised that they didn't, because I've seen Les get called for it, and it just was a question mark in my head. Why Martinez not? Martinez fighting for it, and right there they're going to call a jump ball in that possession, and that's enough to get a jump ball call to give it to Dixie State, but not on the other side of the court. Inbounding it for Dixie State will be Stimson. 69-37, 131 on the clock left in the ballgame. The inbounds to Macy. Macy will break the press. Goes all the way to the rim, steps around the defense, and Macy's layup falls. Macy and Maddie Warren, these two are going to be so much fun to watch for the next four years. It's going to be exciting, and that was just a great drive there, coast-to-coast coast by Macy. Martinez's three will not fall from the top of the key. Long rebound goes into the hands of Stimson. Good rebound. Chase State down by has him. it. Up ahead, beautiful pass from McCord all the way to Stimson. Great defense to offensive play. Nice play there by Stimson, the transfer from Georgetown. She is playing lights out right now. And that's going to be passed around to the top of the key. Lloyd to Johnson. Johnson taking her time. The crossover on Warren. Puts up the layup. 
doesn't hit a thing, and it'll go out of bounds. D.C. State basketball. 36 seconds. 73-37 to 37 is the score. So the Trailblazers really pouring it on from about the five-minute mark onwards. Dixie State has just been on one heck of a run. They have, and this was a great win by the program, a great way to bounce back, and they're going to learn a lot from this game. They're going to take it, and, and you know their next opponent will be Kansas City in this same building, and it's going to be exciting to see what happens with that game as well, Kansas City Community College. So it is going to be a fun, you know, experience for Dixie State in the next couple games here as they're still rolling through their non-conference schedule as they'll have Kansas City, Utah State, and Colorado as their next three games on the schedule. That game against Kansas State will be here in the Burns on Wednesday. Wednesday night game, 7 p.m. Tune back into 91.3 The Blaze for that broadcast or just show up here to the Burns and come say hi to us. I'm gonna, I, I might enjoy I might even join you on the broadcast for that one. That seems like a good game to come down for and yeah. see, what, see what happens. Yeah. So we got 6.5 seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. 73 to 37. Dixie State leads Antelope Valley, as you can just flip the entire score, and that's your score right there. And Vegas Camacho is just going to dribble this one out and burn is the buzzer that's final 73 37 dixie state the trailblazers get the dub over antelope valley the pioneers here in the burns arena we'll have the kengar st george ford lincoln post game show when we come back we'll take a one minute break and be back for that you're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back. Welcome in to the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show right here on 91.3 The Blaze. And our Lady Trailblazers, always, that's something, that's a trend. I've noticed it in volleyball, noticed it in men's basketball, and now in women's basketball. The team will go around the Burns Arena, 
giving the high fives to all the fans. The I students. wish I could climb the ladder to come up here. The birds, oh, man, we're in the Martin. bird's nest up here. I wish they would come up here and high five me a couple times as well, man. I enjoy calling these They for don't program. even notice us up here. We are practically <laughs> at bird's eye view. We're at the very top, pretty much in the rafters. Martin, right now man, I could I jump up. I could monkey. I could monkey bar over. I see airplanes our... flying. I can hear the airplanes flying right over us oh as, they're, as they're coming into St. George, Utah, man. <laughs> I mean, that's how high we are up here. I mean, literally, we can monkey bar our way over to the other side of the arena. Now, I don't know if I would survive. I'd probably fall because I'm just too yeah. big. But I, I think Chicken would get would get pretty far as well. Welcome into the Kentar St. George <laughs> Ford Lincoln Post Game Show. This is where we not only mess around, but we like to talk about the results of the ball game this one ended in a dixie state victory very convincingly 73 to 37 the trailblazers beat the pioneers of antelope valley in this ball game dixie state shot well from the field 42 percent they hit 31 percent of their threes they attempted 35 wow. of them that's a lot they out rebounded the pioneers 57 to 39 that's a big stat of the day and bench points for Dixie State 22 to 15 points in the paint 36 to 12 Dixie State got it done Price you are the man when it comes to the shot chart and a lot of points in the paint why don't you kind of talk further about that shot chart so basically the shot chart is basically our points in the paint are insane we have a ton of layups Points in the paint, close to the uh, hoop baskets, and then no mid-range for about 20 feet. And then we got one mid-range shot by Emily uh, uh, Isaacson, which she missed, but then all the rest are three-pointers. It is insane. And you mentioned that earlier that we shot 35 three-pointers. And I, I don't have off the top of my head how many points in the paint we have, but I bet it, it it's 36, but yeah. wow. Wow, we we know what we know what our team is. We know what we do as a team, and so does uh, the coach, JD uh, J- Gudson. Gudson, Gustin, Gustin, Yes. So we know what our team is, and I think that's the greatest part is we know who we are. And to answer that question, their points off of turnovers. Dixie State had 13 points in the paint. Dixie State had 36 points in the paint of 73 points. That's Almost nearly half of all of our points in the paint there. See, boys, I can actually do math. It's just not all those analytical maths <laughs> that you guys like to do all the time there. Um, but simply putting it, Dixie State played a really good game today. They showed that they live and die by the three. We mentioned it, 35 three-point attempts in this entire game. They knocked down more than 31% of them. That's a decent number. I wish it was a little bit around 36 or 37%, a little closer to 40%. I'd be a little bit more happy about, but I think they'll work themselves into that three-point shooting style of their game. But you got to give credit to the young players on this team. The Warren sisters stepped up. Avery Papa stepped up. Emily Isaacson stepped up today. Brianna Gillen stepped up today. Everybody played their butts off today, and they just played a really good game. And to give credit to Antelope State, I believe they're a decent basketball program. They got a good defensive structure. They played really good on the defensive side of the, of the game today, and it just caused a lot of hectic plays there and all that for Dixie State. But offensively, it just wasn't there. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think Dixie State is going in the right direction. For Antelope Valley, the best player on their team tonight 
was Ryan Terry, who had 10 points, 3 of 10 shooting. Uh, don't forget about Zakira Price-L, who had those three threes that all came within a couple minutes of each other, and she had nine. But for Dixie State, let's wrap this one up with the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game. Martin, this one was kind of a bit of a competition between Maddie Warren and Brianna Gillen. But at the end of the day, I got to give it to Brianna Gillen. 21 points, 8 of 15 shooting, 2 of 4 from downtown, 3 of 4 from the line, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, only 2 turnovers, got a steal as well, and only one foul on the day. Brianna Gillen was excellent tonight. Hey, you're stealing the words right from me. I can't disagree with that. I, I, I'm just going to say, you know what? I agree with you. That's all I'm going to say on that one. That is going to do it. Brianna Gillen, your Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game. That's going to do it for our Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post-game show right here on 91 Through the Blaze. This has been Jacob Zimmerman. This has been Price Morris. This has been Martin Kelly bringing you Trailblazer Athletics on 91 Through the Blaze. Have a good night. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on 91 Through the Blaze, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information about Dixie State Athletics, go to DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.